Welcome to March 5 Music Podcast. My next guest, singer, Broadway star, will talk Disney, the Carol King musical. Give it up for Celicia Thomas. <laughs> I would like to welcome. The wonderful Broadway star, uh, Celicia Thomas. What's going on, lady? How are you? I am so excited to talk to you. It's been a long time coming, been a long but we time. are. It's been a long time, but you know what? It's it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Um, I welcome you to the show. Thank you. And um, you have so much to talk about. We may have to do a two-parter. Like, we have to have you come back because you got a lot of stuff going on. You know, your, your laundry list is really long. <laughs> I feel like we were just in the pandemic, like right. the, the pandemic yesterday, and I'm like, whoo, yeah. another bunch of time. <laughs> and the moment it's like life was bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So tell me, you know, I don't even know where to start, man, but where, where did it all start? How did you get into music? When, 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 what happened? Okay, so I'm a Broadway actress. That's one of the things that I do. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know, gosh, I was a vocalist at Disney right. for a couple of years, and I loved it. It was so fun. How was Disney? I loved Disney. So I worked at Disney not being in the union, and then I've worked at Disney being in the union. <laughs> Very different experiences. Right. <laughs> yeah. So being in a union, like, it was a dream mm -hmm. truly a dream come true okay. but then i got dropped down to one day a week i'm like wow. how, am I supposed to, how am i supposed to pay my bills That's why you can't pay the bills in one day <laughs> I and so i went up to new york city like i just graduated from college and i um was just out there to visit just to feel like if it could be a fit for me and while sure. i was there i i've told this story a few times but it, it's truly part of my journey i met a homeless man who i am sure uh -huh. was an angel really and he looked at me and his eyes twinkled ricardo okay and he said i don't know who you are but you need to move here and you need to do it now wow wow really wow just yeah. like that just like that but it wasn't just that it was the goosebumps that i got well when he, said he does speak to other people now so when oh. God does speak to other people and will send you messages oh, to people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Send me messages all the time <laughs> through unsuspecting, like, people, like, it, that is, so, and I'm always listening. Like, he knows right. he can speak to me. Yeah. Sure, sure. And I, I ended up um, quitting Disney that day on okay. the phone, booked a round trip ticket, was back within two weeks after having sold everything in those two weeks. Right. My Got rid of my apartment. Everything that didn't fit in two suitcases. Got back to New York. And the week I got back to New York, I heard about and got an audition for and booked the first national tour of beautiful The Carol King Musical. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about The Carol King Musical. That that must have been. Wow. Wow. What was that like? It was so cool because that's what I went to New York to do. And I'm like, right. I don't know when I'll get my shot. And it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. And I, I toured with that show for a couple of years. I got right. to meet Carol. How was she? And, she's one of my favorite songwriters. One of my okay, favorite favorites. What would you guess she's like? Um, I think she's really cool. 
I think she's down she, to earth. She is the most down to earth. I can only imagine. So yeah. humble. It's almost startling. Really? Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. The first time I met her, she was in the audience and was in a disguise so nobody could recognize her. <laughs> and she didn't want anybody to recognize her. And she just right. watched from the back. And then after the show, she came out. Like, we met her on stage and didn't know that she had seen the show. And she was so kind and so sweet. And she was like, we thought she was going to give us notes. And we were, like, ready for right. the notes. And she was like, thank you guys for telling my story. I just wow. loved it. Wow. And then I ended up doing the Broadway show. Okay. In New York City. Mm-hmm. And five it was the five year anniversary. She came and and the producers sat us down before the show and they're like, Hey guys, we weren't sure if we're like, Oh, are we closing? Like, why are we have this company meeting right. before the show? They're like, We have an announcement. We're like, What? They're like, Carol's here tonight. We're like, Woo! <laughs> they're like, That's not the announcement. Yeah. Her a few times. Sure. They're like, Carol, gonna be in the show tonight. Wow. 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 <laughs> so at the end of the show, like the actress who plays Carol King usually mm-hmm. rolls out on the piano and the spotlight comes on her and she plays like the last song, or whatever. Right. And in that show, the real Carol King rolled out. Really? Wow. Wow. And the spotlight comes on her and it took the audience a second. And then when they realized it, right. they went What's that? Singing? Backstage. Practicing. Really? really? Practicing? Wow. Class See, act. That's a class See, act right there. Class act. Class you act. But she's a class act? I'll tell you. Only somebody with class would do something like that. She didn't take it for granted, right? No. And she stuck. Wow. Wow. That's, that's no. pretty impressive. That is pretty. So beautiful and yeah. so sweet and just. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. See, you see the, the, the angel sent you a great message. You see that? Yes. Wow. I don't think that was it. I wish you could be like, I wish you could like a fly on the wall. There have yeah. been times when I walked. This is New York City. People everywhere. I'm walking across a crosswalk, mm-hmm. worried about something, and some random person will come up to me and be like, speak right into my life. Right, right. And then keep walking. I'm like, But that's what? good. The good thing about it is you listen. You see? You listen. Like, literally, like, this man looked right at me. He was like, oh, I wish I could remember the actual words. He was like, Mm -hmm. you are not inferior. Don't let anybody make you feel like you're inferior. You're going going to this callback because you are the best. You're the best in your industry. That's why you're there. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. And then he just watched him. God, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. I mean, you put in a lot of work. You put in I, a lot of work. But, like, I feel like we, uh, we all put in a lot of work. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, you put in a lot of work and you and you focus. You know, I know. I know what's going on. You focus and you've been doing your thing and, and it just happens. Sometimes things happen at certain times. Some happens faster than others, but yours just came and it just took off. You took off like a rocket ship. I mean, who comes out to New York City and lands a role on Broadway in the Carol King? I mean, really? Come on. That's, that's incredible. I, I mean, I feel like it happens in movies. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, I still, I, I'm grateful though, because I do, I've had a lot yeah. of rejection and a yeah. lot of failure. And so when people ask me about my experience, right. 
I'm able to tell them both sure. sides. Like sure. it might look like it all comes easy, but you don't see all the no's. Exactly. The back end. They don't see the back end. Yeah, right. they think you just walk right into it, then twenty four hours everything just happens. That's not the way it works. But you put your time in. So how long how long have you been on Broadway and what other shows have you done on I mean, I know the things, but you need to tell everybody what you've done because you have an incredible background. I mean, I I, I, guess, I feel like it's all relative. So I made my Broadway debut in the Carol King musical. I just finished doing um uh, the Britney Spears musical, which we're hoping will transfer into Broadway nice, to nice. Omicron Cray. So we're not trying to rush it, but okay. we would like it to come. Okay. You know? All right. Um, other shows that I've done, not necessarily in New York, but that I've done um, Spring Awakening, Dream Girls, nice. um, a show called Trevor the Musical, where I played Diana Ross. Nice. And the, the, the crazy thing was, was when we were mounting that show, um, Trevor, and while I was playing Diana Ross, right. me and the director and the wardrobe designer, we went to go see Diana Ross in concert. Really? Nice. The real time. Nice. Wow. And I did, Ricardo, I did everything that I could to yeah. like get to meet her. Right. Someone <laughs> that knows on all sides. Right. Well, during the concert, I'm sitting in the back of the, of the concert house and I got that itch. It was like literally as, as real as if you were to pull my hand, like right. if we were in the same room, sure. that's what it felt like. Somebody was like pushing me. Wow. And I was like, this is uncomfortable to ignore. Right. I got my things and said, excuse me, and went out into the aisle okay. and just walked to the stage. <laughs> and nobody stopped me. Right. There were a bunch of people. The seas just parted. And the next thing I knew, I was at the front of the stage. Wow. And she looks down at me and says, <laughs> do you want to come up here and dance with me? <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Wow. I'm like, yes. And then a belter comes out. I feel like it sounds like I'm making up these stories. Wow. Wow. Listening to myself, I'm like, God is hilarious. Now, what was, what was Diana Ross like? I mean, meeting her, what was that like? Well, I never got to have a conversation with her, but I got pulled up on the stage and I look to my left and I see this icon standing next to me and her eyes were like this. (laughs) Like the biggest eyes I ever seen. Right, they right. were so <laughs> and her lashes and the whites and the eyes. They were just mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. She has this, like I feel like I've got a big smile. I feel like she's got twice as many teeth as me. Wow. I, there's no other way to. It's just like and she's just there and just all this hair and she's like, well, dance, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to blush, but it was right. so cute. Wow. She's like, damn, damn. But you were in presence in the presence of royalty. You see how everything just happens in full circle? It's just everything is happening for you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I wish every day was like that. How, <laughs> how can I tap into that high frequency living every right. day? Because right. when I approach a day mm-hmm. with like a high frequency, with positive energy, Ricardo thinks just fall into place. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And the opposite too. Yeah. When I have like a negative perspective or like low energy, a low frequency, nothing works out. It's so <laughs> annoying. 
But it's that it's that balance. Everything has to balance out. From time to time, you have that you know that that moment. You know, like oh, I can't do it. Yeah, but it, it happens. Yeah. But how did you get like singing, acting? Because some folks that act, they can't sing, and vice versa. So how did you pull both off? I mean, how does that even work? <laughs> no, I I used to sing like in church and everything growing mm-hmm. up. But I was just like in the choir. I never was the one with the solo. Right. It was like that was that happened very rarely. But then I needed to have a solo for the first time. I ran in a pageant. Ah, I see. Then like, you need a talent. What's your talent? I was like, um, I'll say a monologue. Well, the unspoken rule in pageant land is if you have a monologue, they assume you don't have talent, which obviously it is not true, especially right. if you're an actor. Like. <laughs> it, but in the pageant world, that's usually what that means. Not always, but most of the time. Like, can you do anything else? Wow. It's like, well, I can sing a little bit. So I got a voice teacher my senior year in high school. Okay. And took voice lessons. Wow. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Right. I didn't win the pageant. I got first runner up and I was so excited about it. I was like, first runner up in Miss Fresno County. Wow. And I ended up majoring in it in college. And so I got a lot of my training at Cal State Fullerton. Nice. Very good school. Very good school. Yeah. 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 It was it was great. And and then I kept running in pageants, which I loved. I thought it was so fun. I made so many friends, won scholarship money, and also it gave me like an incentive to like (laughs) (laughs) not gain freshman 15 if I could be on stage in a swimsuit. Um, And I ended up winning Miss Fullerton while I was at Cal State Fullerton, which was so fun. And then on tour, um, I took, for Carol King, beautiful, I took a week off and ran in a pageant and became Miss California. Wow. It was, that was like unexpected. I just needed like a week off. And so I used my vacation to run. And become Miss California. <laughs> you got to love it. You got, And I love it. What is it? The pageant, the pageant universe. What, what did you call it? The pageant? Like the pageant world. The pageant world. There we go. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure. I mean, you, you've, you've done a lot. You've accomplished a lot at such a young age. And, um, I mean, standing next to Diana Ross, I mean, come on, that's Motown royalty right there. That's just like, really? You've done Broadway, you've done the pageants, um, you're singing, you're working on things. How did, Now, tell me about the Britney Spears play. How does that work? Like, you're preparing for it possibly to go to Broadway. How does that work? Explain to people how that works. Okay, so we just did the out-of-town tryout or the pre-Broadway run. Mm-hmm. And I've been a part of other shows that that's what it was, but they don't always move to Broadway. Like, I was a part of Trevor that moved to off-Broadway. Okay. And I would have been in that one had the offers not come in on the same day. I was right. like, I really want to be in the first <laughs> And so you do the show out-of-town. You hear what people are saying. You hear the reviews. Okay. And then... Hopefully a theater picks it up in New York and then you make the changes of what the reviews were like. I what, see. Were, what Based on the reviews. To, yeah. And Got you it. try to make it better and then it moves into New York and yeah, I mean, you hope it moves into New York. That's right. the thing. It's like, yeah. sometimes it doesn't, yeah. but there are times when like, you know, it will. Right. And so when that something's got buzz around it, that's usually when, you know, it, it goes and like, there's so much happening with my queen Brittany right now. Yeah, so, yeah. um, yeah. And then that is what we call 
OBC, which okay. is original Broadway cast. Those are the people who you see performing on the Tonys, performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, okay. recording the cast album, like the original cast of a musical. Like Wicked has been playing since, I don't know, like 2002 or 2003. Mm-hmm. There are so many people who have been the leads in that show. But the you. original cast. That is OBC, and that's been one of my goals for a very long time. So if, and hopefully when Britney, the Britney Spears musical moves to New York, that will be my first OBC. Wow, congratulations. It's going to happen. You got to claim it. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like, I feel like it will. We just got to get through this pandemic. Yes, yes, I know, I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. They're not dying before so yeah it's a little crazy it's a little crazy now did you ever think about um voiceover singles like doing singles musics you know music on your own as as opposed to broadway did you ever think about that well i got into it a little bit but Mm -hmm. it wasn't it's not really like the right the, the thing that i was involved in not really like the right fit but I have started um, mm-hmm. writing songs. Okay. My own songs, but I just can't hear melodies. I can give you lyrics, right. but I'm not great. And Carol King, like she was the same way. We talked about that in the musical. Like she's like, I can, I can do the melody, but I need help with words. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I got the words, but I need help with melody. So you got to and work with all- Carol King. See. <laughs> Listen, if that happens, you got to call me. You got to call me if that happens. I'm wow. like Carter, you need a heart three. Um, right. But I have been wanting to get into voiceover work. I did okay. like a little bit of work over the pandemic. I'm like, you mean I can just make money from my closet? <laughs> That's right. They didn't even see my camera on. That's right. That's right. That's right. Just wake uh, up and wake up and do it. A bottle of water and you're good to go, right? Wow. Yeah. That is the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Now tell me, how did you get into podcasting let's talk about that because that's how we actually met how did you get into podcasts and i know you have i believe it's two podcast shows yes well unofficially three. Oh, see i'm trying I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the one and you see here we go you see i know the third <laughs> one is my bible podcast and because during the pandemic i was like lord don't take me out with the covid on staff <laughs> and so i was like reading through the bible you said, like, you said, the, you said the covid <laughs> I read the whole Bible in like three months. And then I went back and like was like, why don't I like retell Bible stories and make a podcast out of it? And so like I go through Genesis in like four 20-minute episodes. Like it's so fast and it's fun. But I was like, turned into a lot of work. Like I should have done it. That's pretty interesting. And the other ones you have are Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Right. And the Salisha show. So Black Hair in the Big Leagues is revolved around hair. Um, I started it. That was the first one I started during the pandemic because, first of all, I never wore my hair out like this. Right. I was ashamed of my own hair. Okay. I like, I, yeah, I liked the way it looked when I straightened it, but I really just didn't like my natural hair. Got it. it was taught that, like, if I walk out of the house like this, it's the equivalent of wearing pajamas outside of the house. Like, ah, just, I see. And so I went through a whole stage of like getting my hair straightened every week when I was on the road. Mm -hmm. And then also, I mean, since fourth grade, really. And then also once I discovered wigs, oh, you never saw my real hair. (laughs) Ever. And that was like. (sighs) Are you serious? 
Well, I'm gonna have, I got a surprise for you. Once we're done, I'll, I have somebody I want you to see. That's going to change your mind. But go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here, just um, like yours. Just like yours. That's right. Okay. Rocking it, okay. too. She rocking it. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I also was feeling really disconnected mm-hmm. during the pandemic. It was like, I miss my Broadway community. Yeah. Going backstage in a dressing room and just, like, having that camaraderie. I'm like, I'm... I was in New York City alone in right. my little apartment about the size of the bathroom that I'm in right now. Wow, yeah. I know. Yeah. And I had bought all this equipment because this guy said he was going to sign me for voiceover work and then was like, just kidding. I'm like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> now what am I going to do with this expensive microphone? Right. I was like, guess I'll start a podcast. And... I was able to reach out to all my friends on Broadway and be like, I love your curls. What are you doing? Right. How do you do it? What are you using? What's the process? What do you mean? Well, what do you do on this kind of a day? What about when it's raining outside? Right. And I asked all the questions, okay. all of the questions. And man, a few months went by and all of a sudden I'm like, my hair is growing. Right. It, I'm embracing it. I really learned how to love my hair more than ever because of black hair in the big leagues. That's really good. That's good to hear. And it felt good, like, having a space where I'm constantly talking to black women. Right. And a few black men, like, it just felt so, like, sisterhood. Right. And since we were, like, a lot of Broadway people, we would, it felt like we were backstage and, like, in a dressing room. So we had intimate conversations. It just right. felt like what I needed to feel connected again. That's pretty cool. So I hear you say expensive microphone. I think you have the Shure SM7B. Is that right? How do you know that? I'm not even, you know, it's I not just, even the camera right now. I just, I just. How do you know that? I, I just got, I got uh, x-ray vision. I remember seeing it. It's not even in my room right now. I know, I know, I know. I can tell by the call. I have a good, I have good ears. I have good ears, yeah. I have a Rode, here's the Rode mic here. Rode pod mic. Mm-hmm. I can tell the difference between a sure SM7B and a Neumann. Big difference. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty sad, but yeah, yeah. Because you know I write. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I I wish I was plugged up right now for you. I'm like, all my stuff is in New York. No, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> We're definitely gonna have to do it again though. But um so you have the um the other podcast you have is the Celestia Thomas show. And what's that yeah. show about? Well, I found like on Black Hair in the Big Leagues, it's so niche, right. which is great. But also there's other people who I want to talk to, but right. it was kind of like, I didn't mean for that to happen. I right. really just started to figure out what to do with my hair. Sure. Um, but for the Salisha show, it opens it up. If there's somebody who's really intriguing to me, right. that conversation doesn't always have to be about uh, hair. Yeah, it, could right. be about, it could be about anything. And so um, that's really fun. Like my season two just dropped. Well, I'm dropping it. It's in progress still. Okay. Um, but I sit down with everybody from the Britney Spears musical and it's one-on-one. Like, all right, how are you doing? Like, let's check in. And so and our, our cast is very multicultural. So. Oh, okay, cool. That, that's nice. Yeah. I, I got to get some of your, um, we'll talk about that offline. But um, it's, it's amazing when you have a platform that you can work with different people 
and have the ability to reach a broad audience because at the end of the day you have you have three different podcasts in three different worlds which is great and that's why you are who you are i never really thought of that yeah 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 you think about it you you talking one is the bible right the other one you're talking about hair and the other one is just you're talking about people although it's your show it's about regular like this show just regular people it could be a yeah. celebrity. It could be somebody that's doing Broadway, somebody that's doing whatever they're doing. I mean, somebody that's doing something positive, and that's what the Salisha show is all about. Right? Yes. See? Yes. See? See? I got it. Yeah. Wow. I love how you just, like, simplified that for my own brain. <laughs> hey, I try. I try. I try. So you got to tell me, like, what, um, what are your goals for? What would you tell somebody that's young? A young person that says, hey, Miss Alicia, you know, I want to get into Broadway and I want to do Disney. What would you tell them? Like, what are the pitfalls and what are the, the rewards for um, becoming an actress? Well, I feel like being an actress is a lot of failure. There's a lot of rejection and a lot of failure. Right. So I feel like as long as you know that going into it right. and you're not taking every rejection so personally, even though it might feel personal, sure. it's not. Like, I literally <laughs> was watching... Sex in the City yesterday, the new one, right. and I auditioned for a role and I saw who was in it. We are so different. This person <laughs> is literally like um um like gender, like you you don't uh, non-binary. We're sure. like completely different people. Right. Me not getting the part is really less about like who you are in your soul. Right. And more about what the vision for the show is like, you know, so I will say my biggest thing is owning who you are, right. owning what makes you different and not trying to be like everybody else. Cause what makes you stand out, what makes you different, like what maybe the things that you used to be teased about or f- felt self-conscious about. Once you own those things, you have power over that. And right. it's the thing that sets you apart in a good way. Makes sense. And, and so I've, I have found like going into auditions, it's way less about perfection. Okay. In fact, you almost want to be imperfect, I think. <laughs> like, I was, I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, is there a difference between the audition of, let's just say, I don't know if you've auditioned for television or for film versus um, Broadway? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so different. Okay. Like on Broadway, they'll give me a 24-page packet wow. to work on. Okay. And then for TV, they're like, here's my line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know which one's harder because they're both like, how am I supposed to sell it? In this one line, but also like not making a meal out of it. Right. If the line is, yeah, she's over there. You don't want to be like, she is over there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how do you prepare? Right. It's two, it's two different. It's almost like putting on two different hats or you want to be two different people. Like Broadway is, you have to be polished to be on Broadway. That's just my opinion. I'm personal and people I've known that has been on Broadway, you, you have to be a polished actress. Like you said, you gotta study. You have to know not only your lines, you gotta know the you gotta know the room. 
you know, because yeah. things, things, and every night it changes. See, when you film television, it's like, oh, take, let's do another take. No. We'll do another take. When you go live, there is no other yeah. take. <laughs> oh, when people forget their lines on stage. <laughs> wow. 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 The other people on stage are laughing at them. They're like, ha-ha. Good luck getting out of this one. <laughs> it's tough um, i'm sure it's tough i'm sure it's tough wow, wow. I, but i do think when you go in for these auditions it's like it's not about being perfect it's about being you the people behind the table want to know are you somebody i want to work with right you don't have to get it perfect in fact sometimes i'll go into an audition and mess up okay on purpose just so that I can break out of being in performance mode right. and like laugh and like be like, oh, I'm sorry, can we go back and do that again? And the people behind the table are like, oh yeah, we're all humans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself getting caught up in a character? For instance, um, let's just say the Carol King, right? The role that you played in Carol King, did you find yourself when you leave the Broadway, because now you're in New York City now, a Broadway stage. And you went home, and the next day you had to be back to do it again. How do you separate Celicia from Carol King? Oh, you know, that is tough. I think it's different for each show. Like, for Carol King, I played the lead Sherelle, and then also the uh, Lucille, who was the secretary to Donnie Kirshner. Okay. These were, like, very featured roles, but smaller roles. Mm-hmm. Easy for me to turn it off when I go home. Gotcha. Okay. When I played the lead in um, Ones on This Island where like her, her name is T moon. She is on stage the whole time. That was much harder okay. to turn off. That's a very you difficult. Have to actively do it. You don't want to take your character home. Right. right. That's a difficult task. I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. You do it. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I know you got stuff to do. You've in California. And you are uh, making things. I'm trying to get my plug in. You are making things happen. And I would like to have you come back if, if possible. I'd, I'd love to. We should probably schedule before we end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it was a pleasure talking with you. Um, please come back. And please hold on because I got a surprise for you when we hang up. All right. Hold on one second. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Me. Anytime. You're always welcome back. Always. Thank you. All right, hold on. All right, it should be loading up. Mm-hmm. Let me get my own. Um, You're good. You really kept that at 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't want to keep you all night. I know you listen. I'm just thankful. Let me I'm trying to find my um power plug. Give me one second. I'm just thankful you had time to be here. You kidding me? Oh no, it's all good. I feel like 30 minutes is like the perfect amount of time to listen to. But sometimes like when I'm interviewing people, I'm like, if I like the person, it's hard for me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second, okay? All right.